Hello, hello. You're listening to This Girl Can Talk with me, your host, Harriet. Now, today I'm joined by fellow presenter, Daisy Bell. Daisy has a career with the BBC. She's also launched her new podcast, Daisy Dates, and she has a co-host on that called Sean. We talk about how her career has evolved from musical theatre into presenting, into voiceover work, and how the podcast Daisy Dates came about. So with that in mind, let's get into the episode, shall we? So Daisy, welcome to This Girl Can Talk. Uh, this season of the podcast, I'm chatting to women that have developed a brand or business. And I'd love to chat to you about yourself. Um, you're a presenter in your career and you've also got the brand Daisy Date. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I was really pleasantly surprised to get the little message. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to reach out. Thank you for saying yes. So tell us a little bit about Daisy. Okay, so... As as my career, I'm a presenter and voiceover artist. Um, that kind of stemmed from a background in musical theatre, which maybe went a little bit wrong at one point out of my control um, due to a problem that I had with my voice, actually. Oh. Yeah, so not many people know this, but I had like, it. it's not as serious as it sounds. It was like a cyst on my vocal cords and I had to have it removed. So I've trained for three years in musical theatre and um absolutely like loved it the best time ever in London and I'm sat in these auditions and I've lost like so much of my singing range so I was like what am I gonna do because I'm sat next to these you know a lot older than me I was 18 at the time I'm sat next to 30 year olds in an audition room that are just belting out songs I can't do that I've lost all my range got to the point where I was in front of one of the biggest directors in the West End and casting directors it was just embarrassing that I lost I lost it when he got me to do a scale. So I was like, I can't do this. What What am I going to do? I'm 18 and I've just done what I've wanted to do at college. Um, obviously, it left me with a slightly husky voice, which I think I always kind of had, but maybe huskier. So someone mentioned voiceovers. Mm. So I was like, ah, oh, okay. So I kind of made a reel, started to do lots of community radio. And eventually, yeah, it's led me to this now. I am a freelance presenter. And you know what? I think it's a much kinder industry. So where they say your path is always like meant to be truly believe that in terms of this story and Daisy Dates is a relatively new brand which I started on TikTok when I thought that you know should I be on TikTok it felt like (laughs) I still don't go on TikTok I'm scared of it I'll admit tell me it felt like at the time it was just for 13 year olds. Now, you know, there's there's grannies going viral and people are yeah. making massive businesses from it. So yeah. I think we're all understanding that actually it's it's not just for teenagers now. And you know what? Just came at a time where I was really fed up of dating. Yeah. I was living in a different area. So I was living up north in Leeds. And I was like, is it because I'm in a different area and I'm not gelling as well with maybe like northern people? I'm very southern. Why is it so hard? I'm really young. Why is it this hard? So I just told one story on TikTok and my first video of telling one story got my first 10,000 followers. Oh my lordy. That's never happened since. (laughs) Yeah, but there's breaking through and that's relatable content then right there. So other people have listened to that and gone, yeah, snap. Yeah, because you know what it was? I was counting down the hours to this for this guy to text me about the date. I knew he was going to ghost me. 
<laughs> I was. I just knew. By I was like, the minute. Yeah. One o'clock, still not heard. Three o'clock, still not heard. People related because why would people, that's what people do. You get to the day and you just don't hear a thing. So I started doing that, not necessarily for just women, for everyone to be like, why is it happening? Don't get me wrong. It was embarrassing. Like, who's going to see it? It's vulnerable. Yeah. But but like, I think people look at vulnerability. Is that you're being open, right? Yeah. And I was surprised at how much people really liked it. I don't know why. I hadn't really followed anyone on TikTok before. I just did what I went on to do. I was annoyed. I thought I'm going to TikTok about it. It wasn't really, there wasn't a thought there of I'm going to talk about this on a profile. That's why my name on TikTok is still my Daisy Bell. I just welcome people to Daisy Dates with how I welcome them because I never thought of it as a brand. That's just what happened eventually with the TikTok. And you know what, men and women, um, and, you know, not even just people that are heterosexually dating either. People have been like, you know, Daisy, it's the same as a girl dating girls. People, okay. so it's been really interesting to also learn that when I'm like, oh, you know, why do men do this? It's it's not a man thing. It's happening all over. It's a people thing. People thing. <laughs> and does it go back to that film? He's just not that into you. It's that maybe, or I mean, I hate that. Or people are just rude. They can't seem to type to say, this isn't for me or you know it's ironic isn't there there's so many forms of communication now we don't need carrier pigeon to express a note we could voice note we can write but yet we get ghosted very weird and yeah and the thing with being able to voice note and things is everything's really familiar so I've recently been on four dates with someone that I felt like I'd known for ages because we were just voice noting every day my mum heard a voice note and was like Daisy, does every, do you think he does this to every girl? Because when you actually think about it, it's a little bit weird that you're voice noting someone that you all day, you've only been on, you know, two dates with, it's too familiar. And then I think Mm -hmm. that's why it can also be hard if you get ghosted, you forget that it's only been, you still shouldn't get ghosted. But if it's only been four dates, you're so much more attached because of all of, you know, they can like a photo, then they're WhatsApping you, then they're voice noting you, then it's a lot that investment is going in quite harsh at the beginning isn't it that kind of the boundaries are different they're wanting to show interest but it's full-on I guess but it's nice to receive it at the same time yeah obviously I was a presenter I'm like wow a guy that voice notes here's my guy tick (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly that yeah someone that shies away from that is just not on the list you can't yeah you know confidence good communicator I was like yes you know what I think it does it come down to his just not that into you or they're just not into you I think a lot of the time yes um but I think it's in my TikTok was to try and help people not ghost so if if you're not feeling it my whole point was trying to get people to understand in some videos anyway instead of saying this can't we say this Mm. educating kind yeah kind of and you know what I don't always have the time to do it so I'm not an avid TikToker and I wish I wish I did and I could put that time aside and I'm trying to be better but I'm sure like as you know it's so hard (laughs) freelance life right yeah it's It's juggling the plates (laughs) yeah yeah but the thing is I'm not I'm not it, it gets a lot of, my videos get a lot of views consistently, 
it's just hard getting the followers over. Um, but you know, it, I get comments and lots of messages from boys and girls through to my Instagram asking me questions about their dating life and how they should respond to someone. And um, I, I, I think that's really nice that they trust mm. me that I'm mm. in a place where they think that I give nice sound advice to be able to do that for them. And I especially do like it when a man messages me to try and be like, look, this this actually happened to me too, because that's also vulnerable for them. And I'm, I'm always quite appreciative of what people have shared in my DMs as well, to be honest. Yeah, that's um, that's interesting to hear. That's good. That should be what should be happening. There's nothing to say that women don't ghost either. You know, come on, we can't just say it's guys. Yeah. So guys have reached you. You're actually coming dare I say, a bit of an agony on as well with this. Yeah, and I think the danger of TikTok is a lot of people can give advice and like mental health advice that actually aren't educated to be able to Mm. give it. So because of this, really, I've just started a psychotherapy and counselling course to be a practised counsellor and psychotherapist at the end of the three and a half years. So it's part-time, so I can still work. And this is by no means ending my presenting career. I'm hoping I can no. link the two on a yeah. podcast. And, you know, but I just felt like I wanted a bit more, there's lots of reasons why I'm doing it, but I wanted more weight to advice that I'm giving. And also from what I've learned from people, my own dating experiences and others, people are so weird. And a lot of us are just really messed up. And if like, if I can help, people just self-reflect a little bit be a little bit more self-aware and kind of understand and talk out problems and we can you know just create a more sound understanding of their mind hopefully that will inject into friendships and dating life and you know everyday life this is really interesting so we've started with you started out in musical theatre and due to um did you say it was a nodule on your vocal cords? Yeah, you then know what? To... Yeah, it was a cyst. I, I like to point out that it wasn't caused by my own singing. I just... <laughs> Sorry. No, no. And then <laughs> went from musical theatre, then there was a cyst on your vocal yeah. cords. Then you've taken, like you said earlier, the path, you were a believer of how the path's going to unfold. So you've done, you've adapted, which many people building a brand or a business do. And if you've got that entrepreneurial spirit, which, and that tenacity, I believe you have... That's what you've done. And then from what you scoped out so far, you're like, hang on a minute, I actually want to get qualified in advice on this. So you're more equipped and you're feeling, more, is it more comfortable with the advice you're offering? Perhaps? Yes, I think so. Because I was like, it's really hard because I'm just an opinion. I'm just one girl's opinion and everyone's upbringing affects how they see dating or anything in life. So, you know, my my co-host on the podcast, which I'm sure we'll get onto the podcast shortly, yeah. like she's completely different to me. In fact, um, her attachment style is more like what I seem to attract within men. So it's really interesting that she's she would kind of behave more like the men that I'm dating in terms of, nah, had two dates, it was fun, but bye. She's more avoidant. Okay. Whereas, yeah, I'm more like, oh, why why didn't he like me? We had two lovely dates. So it's so different that that dynamic oh. is quite funny. <laughs> so getting on to the podcast then, how has that, how did yourself and Sean meet? Have you known each other for a long time? Where, where did the thought process come to go, right, we're going to get Daisy Dates into a podcast? So TikTok obviously is very limited in terms of, minutes and seconds and how long you can talk for and often I think my point doesn't come across 
sometimes fully. I've went back and deleted a video because I'm like, this is too much in one minute. So obviously radio hosting is my job and I much prefer the the podcast side of things to just popping on TikTok and giving someone a, a flash bit of advice. I'm like, if people can come and listen to full episodes, there's so much to talk about here. There is stuff like attachment styles, love languages. Um, you know, we're going to talk about dating with neurodivergent um, people as well. So I've got someone that has really struggled with OCD and how that's affected her marriage so like all wow. of these yeah things it wasn't just about like girl meets boy let's talk about dating it's I think it was the depth that I wanted I was like I don't want to just be like oh daisy dates I love the stories that you tell about your dates I just wanted a bit more to it than just that so I, it's been on my mind for the last few years but you know what it's like starting a podcast so much work you've got to find the time You've then got to like have that, like who's going to follow it? Who's going to want it? Who's, where's, where's the money going to come from? It's, it's a lot. It's all a lot. So I was like, you know what? You've just got to do it. So this year, um, you mentioned I work with the BBC and they're, they are making a lot of cuts. So I've got yeah. some time at some point this year to focus on it. So I thought this is the year along with my course, counseling course, let's do it. By chance, I worked hosting a stage at an event recently and the CEO that I was working for had worked with Sean before. So she was there kind of doing the social media side of things and as like a spare hand on the stage handing out the awards. You know, when you just instantly click with a woman mm. and this happens most days for me. I'm constantly meeting new friends. If only it could happen to the to the man of my dreams. Bump into him and it just clicked with friends. Oh, that seems to happen all the time. We clicked. We, you know, oh, are you are you single? How are you? Like, are you blah blah blah? She's like, no, I'm dating someone at the minute at work. I was too. I was like, no way. So actually, our first episode was dating someone at work because that was how we met. So no, we did only meet a few months ago, and we got the podcast up and running. As I we were talking about attachment styles. She again confided in me about some advice with the guy she was seeing. I was reading the attachment style book because I was attached. Like, Yes. I love it. Amazing. Good. I read it in lockdown. I wish I'd found it so much sooner and I'm forcing it onto people to read because it's amazing. Again, that's why I wanted that little push as well. Because since reading that was since I've started the counselling course. That's only been in the last few weeks that I confirmed that. So I was reading that, talking to her about it. She knew quite a lot about the attachment styles. She'd learned about avoidant and she's working on herself to be more secure. I was like, love that. Nice. Yeah, it's so lovely that you're so open in in conversation like like that for two people kindred spirits. If like we were meant to feel like that, you probably were meant to meet. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, we both said that because we do believe in the universe and the manifestation stuff. And we're both dating people at work. You know, she was a she's a videographer. I'm a presenter. So already we've got a lot in common. So she's taking over the social media side of um, helping with that. I'm like producing the episodes and finding the guests. So we've got something really good going on because it's so nerve wracking finding a co-host because I was really passionate about keeping the name Daisy Dates. For TikTok, it's got around 20,000 followers, but the Daisy Dates Facebook group, which is predominantly for women, has got around 2,000 women. And, you know, I have been, people that don't follow me, when I do go out, like if I'm in London or something, I'll get people on the tube be like, you're Daisy Dates. Yeah. So I just wanted to keep that. So again, it's hard to find someone that would even be okay with that because like from a maybe an ego point of view, 
some people would be like, mm. but she was like, no, perfect. I'll co-host. We'll be a little team. And I said, you can make your own name for yourself on the podcast, but totally. I just want the name. So that's exactly what we're doing. And actually, I knew I wanted a co-host on the podcast. I just felt like the dynamic to talk about dating was was good that way. And you know mm. what? It's completely worked. And we've had a few, the episodes aren't out yet, but we've had a few like mindset coaches on and after an episode they've kind of delved into us so we've gotten to know a lot about each other in a very short space of time like history of dating family history and yeah yeah it's it's been like it's quite emotional sometimes so you're having kind of like a fast track friendship aren't you you're really getting to know each other quite well and actually having the experts on what a great piece to have you're sort of you're going to be educating your listeners then it's quite key for you to really get the right message out there to listeners you know when you read see stuff on social media I'm just like you, some people just give advice and they've got no background in it and that's what's scary social media is amazing if you use it right and if you don't it maybe could be dangerous at times so yeah. the, the I wanted a male perspective we recently had a male coach on and he was amazing and yeah, he just delved into lots of different things. As as an example, the mm. kind of the kind of um, mirror reflection. So you actually do attract what you put out there. And I was like, yeah, I know that law of attraction. I've manifested most of my presenting jobs. He said, yeah. no, Daisy, in the in the men that you're meeting. And I was like, oh, what do you? What? Well, I'm meeting emotionally unavailable men, but I'm really emotionally available. Yeah. And he's like, well, you may think that on the surface, but let's dig a bit deeper so he he's asked me my most recent story about um the last guy I dated and he was like well why did you keep kind of forgiving him where does that empathy and forgiveness come from why are you being too forgiving and he started to just delve in and I've you know I've been like you're a nice person maybe well that's what I thought I was like I'm just yeah. being lovely and you know yeah. understanding this guy and having empathy for what he's going through and understanding why he's distant because he's going through something really terrible uh. but he was like Daisy no you're it's it's a you thing and it's much deeper of why you're happy to like keep forgiving someone that isn't available to you so and allowing it, yeah right. very very and you know the self-reflection stuff is very important when it comes to dating and that's what I also I'm trying to encourage you know just look at yourself a little bit more every kind of gender like you can't just be like oh men are this or oh women are just you know this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we have to like actually be a little bit more self-aware and I'm at a point where I'm like well I think I'm a cat so if I'm not meeting someone maybe I do have to dig a little bit deeper <laughs> hey yeah that's hard that's hard to hear or Take a bit of process, maybe. Yeah. So that was literally yesterday. So I'm oh. on the drive. I'm on the drive home. Like, God, what? Yeah. Like, I, I didn't. I haven't really had anything happen to me. You know, like some people's traumas in their life, prominent life events can really affect how they then yeah. go on to treat people and date. And this is all like what what I want to delve into in the podcast. But I haven't had anything like that. So I just, you know, I'm dilly dallying along, little me, like, oh, why, you know, I just want to meet someone lovely. Where are they? But yeah, maybe it is deeper. So did he just leave on a cliffhanger there or did he give you any tips to help you? Or is that in the episode? No, this part isn't in the episode. This was actually off the recording, but he's actually offered to do us a live coaching session as a live episode, hey. which we're we're thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Um, but yeah, you know what I, I said, you know what, if 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 you think that if it really is true that you are attracting certain people because of you, I was like, I would quite like to work with you to find out what that is then. So I think I'm actually going to just have a few sessions with him and see what comes up. Is self-development something that you, you know, is it important to you? I think self-development is important, yeah. And I wish that more people were more self-aware. And I think we'd be we'd be living in a little bit of a different world if people did reflect on their behaviours. You know, not it's not even just dating. People are very quick to get rid of best friends now, aren't they? Like, I think people can drop friends really easily. Oh, we're not into the same thing anymore. So, you know, I haven't spoken to them for a few years so, you know, that's that attention span thing. Like, yeah, I haven't spoken to them. So I've got a new friend here. I'll, I think we're all very like, we're, what's the word? We're just kind of dismissive of things with a throwaway society kind of thing. Like, oh, they've done one thing. So I'm not, you know, I'm not bothered about them now. Yeah. I think that's sad. If it doesn't work first time, we're a bit like, well, we're bothered now. You know what? That's exactly what I did mean. Yeah, that that instant society of need it quick, quick, quick. If I need, you know, I want to go here next week with a friend. If your friend says no, you're like, oh, you know, go with another friend and you forget about. That's how we just need the instance all the time. You know, uh, even when it comes to online dating, I'm free this Friday. If they're not, I'm even a little bit like, oh, well, that's in the bin then because I'm not going to spend another week texting you. Because the momentum drops. Yeah. What would be some of your tips in um, dating? Yeah, okay. Recently, I think low investment dating is really important. So instead of, you know, going to, well, a restaurant or out for drinks or driving a long way for someone, buying the new shoes or maybe a new dress or, you know, I've had dates where I've had a week to prepare. I've like got my hair done and then I've made sure that my nails are freshly done, which I would do for me anyway. But you know what I mean. I think low investment dating is really important. I'm not saying that they're my most fun dates because they're not. But a walk and a coffee is so low investment that you go with no expectation of the person. Whereas when I've curled my hair and I've done my makeup, if he's, you know, I had a guy turn up in chinos that had a little bit of a stain on and I thought, is he joking? I've turned up already and he can't even wash and iron his trousers. But then I was like, that sounds so materialistic and I never want to be a girl that's like that. But I think that's what happens when we're not like low investment dating. We, our expectations are so high. When a date's been prepared for two weeks, we have all of these expectations of what that person could be. Number two, I think, is don't believe the irony. Don't believe everything you see and hear on TikTok and apps like that because there's a lot of oh, if he doesn't arrange the date to, like, you know, a week in advance, if he's not paying for the meal, if he's not taking you to a restaurant, don't see him. This guy that wanted to take me on a date, he's just texted me saying, do you fancy going to the pub now? It's four o'clock on a Friday. I finished work. Are you free? She said, yeah. Where are you thinking? And like, how, how long have you got this evening? He said, I've got an hour. She said, from what I know on the internet, I shouldn't go because he's not investing enough time. He's given me an hour and it's on the spot. And I said, you know what? He's been really kind to you and gentlemanly on the apps. He's spoken to you in a really nice way. He hasn't, you know, sent you any pictures unsolicited. He hasn't insinuated anything. I said, so sometimes the idea of just going, oh, I'm free now and it's sunny. I'd love a drink. What's wrong with that? So she went 
it turned into two hours because he'd said an hour just in case, but it turned into two hours. And then you know what? He had a gig to go to. So there was a reason. It wasn't because he was like, and this is where we don't give people the time of day. He had a gig to go to. So he popped out. He was in his sports gear straight from teaching, then went to a gig after. What a cool guy. Cool job. Cool gig hobby. And she got a little kiss out of it. Please tell me they had a second. They're planning a second date. This has literally happened in the last few days. And that's what I said. And she said, thanks so much, Daisy, because I never would have went because it all seemed very, you know. And I said, we're missing that spontaneity of just quickly pop on a dress. She had no expectations because she hadn't done her makeup well because... And I love that too. And sometimes I think we're so pedantic now and we need to look for this, 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 this. But we don't give you know, just a normal person, a chance. A chance. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether you're going to relate this one to podcast or career, but I wanted to ask you, as a when creating their brand, what do you have a biggest achievement? Biggest achievement? It's really difficult, isn't it? I think biggest achievement in terms of life, I really, I really value that I was able to buy my own place and kind of decorate it exactly how I want and I think that shows exactly who I am as a person like it was important to me to have my space it's exactly how I want like you know some people come in and see the ridiculously painted wall out there and be like nice place (laughs) and but that was just important to me and I think seeing relationships around me where like when it comes to selling a place with a partner and money and all of that for me I was like you know what I want to avoid all of that I want my little place then when I meet someone happy to rent it out or do whatever and buy a place with them but I always want this little place for me and I won't lie I think it was a control thing I can't control my career as a freelancer what (laughs) this is the only thing I can control in my life that's here and it's mine no one's taking it away I love that. Yeah, that says a lot. And also, from a, you're getting your shit together, for want of a better word. And then, surely from a dating point of view, that's an attractive thing. Yeah, it goes back to that thing where you reflect what you put out there. So I'm like, well, if I'm doing this, hopefully I will attract the kind of independent man that's also really happy on their own. Because that's another thing I really wanted to go into with the podcast and Daisy Dates, helping people be happy alone. Like, just... Yeah. I love coming home and it's just me and Netflix and a nice little dinner. I I, I don't need a man here. I just want one. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a nice place to be. And I, I think that's an achievement to be, to be in a place where you can really be happy in, in that space. I think that's a big achievement. Yeah. That's a massive achievement. I really like that one. So for anyone listening, where can they find the podcast? Daisy Dates podcast is across Amazon, Google, Spotify and filmed on YouTube because who knew people do actually watch podcasts now. That's new to me, to be honest. Yes, yeah, they do. love it. So We're you can actually see you yeah. both action chatting. Yeah, yeah, which which is always fun. Uh, we're on TikTok as Daisy Dates Podcast and Instagram as well. Obviously, my name is spelled a certain way. So we're finding that people, when we tell them, are searching Daisy the wrong way, which is something that you never think about when you make a brand, actually. D-A-I-S-I-E, yeah. There you go. So all the best with it. Thank you for joining me today on Girl Can Talk. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs>